Behind the Shades. What are some of the commonalities that you see with your clients that prevents them from finding a successful relationship? I think a lot of times I, you can maybe speak to if, if you encountered this as a, a man, but I think women especially think that love should just happen to them and they don't want to try the apps or the dating sites or really have to do too much because they think it should just happen if it's in the cards for them and that just something's wrong if it doesn't happen they shouldn't have to really put themselves out there or even really try that hard to find a partner and I think that men are used to doing you know, more work in this area and tend to be a little more open to that. But women are just like, oh my God, I haven't, I'm 35, I'm 40, I'm 50. I haven't met the right person. I guess it's just not going to happen. Whereas a guy I've seen, you know, just go out there and find someone. He's like, yeah, you know, so I'll go try to date. I think from the male's perspective is that when it comes to like a serious long-term relationship or marriage and you want to include children, there's more of a time restriction on women. Oh, for right? sure. Right. And then from the male's perspective is that how much do I want to invest in this person? Because dating is an investment. I invest in you, you invest with me, and then we come to a middle ground that lasts the, the, the test of time. And I think what a lot of men struggle with is they want a return on that investment sooner than later, meaning that I'm dating this girl for six months. What am I getting out of it? Did I have sex with her? Is this going somewhere? Is she someone that can uplift me? So there's a little bit of fear from the male's perspective because they don't want to, and I'm generalizing now, they don't want to spend the money, spend the time into this person knowing that what if this doesn't go anywhere? And I think with the women I deal with, they have the fear that, hey, what if this person doesn't become who they say they are? And now I've spent all these years with them. It didn't go anywhere after restart. But if I want to have children, 30, 35, 40, right? I think that's where the perspectives differ. I think it's both out of a sense of fear. Just They're just fearful of different things. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, time is the most precious commodity we have, both sexes. Um, but especially with regard to children, there is a hard stop for women that men just don't have. So that's, I can definitely see your point with that for sure. Um, I also think that women women just take things I know men do too but women take things so personally oh I'm gonna get my heart broken oh he ghosted me oh like I just I have to take months and months off to heal from my last relationship I don't see men doing that I don't know if it's the sex drive or what it is but a guy will get back out there pretty fast and a woman will sit there and not date for five years I will agree with that because I find that I believe that men are the more romantic of the two because we're the one who give the flowers, the gifts. 
And but I think when it comes to having your heart broken, I think men are more conditioned because we get rejected more often. Mm, For example, yeah. right? I can ask a hundred girls out, a hundred won't say yes. Especially if it's going to be sexual related, right? Let's if it's going to be a serious relationship, I will get a number of them saying yes. But if a woman, if but if a woman goes up to hundred guys and say, "Hey, you want to go out?" A hundred guys will say yes. <laughs> Not right? after me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, well, I, that's that's a funny thing. Yeah, I I was actually silly enough to ask some guys out. Um, the guys you have to ask out are usually the guys they already know about you. They don't want to go out with you, or they would ask you. <laughs> so, um, I, in my experience, men like it when things are their idea. Uh, but, but that's real, but, but I, to your point, I was devastated about it. I, I asked a, a couple guys out nowhere near as many as the average guy. I think I maybe asked like three or four guys out in my life and, and never did it again because it was so devastating to me. Um, but guys, like you, you do that in a given week, like you just got to get over it or you're never going to find anyone. Right. So re- to your point, rejection is baked in to the male experience of dating and you just accept it and understand that that's part of the deal and you just go on and you don't let it stop you pretty much because we will back when i was like actively dating like that it was probably i would say weekly i would get a no mm-hmm. right and because it's not like I'm Matthew McConaughey or Brad Pitt or Denzel Washington. And I'm pretty sure even they've heard no, right? Probably, yeah. But it's built in, as you mentioned, and as we're discussing, it's built into the dating experience because if I use, like when I was on dating apps, like there's a point where one of my friends, he would hold up his phone like this and he would just swipe. He wasn't even looking, right? He would just swipe and swipe and swipe. Like it was to the point where his thumb was becoming flat because he was swiping so often but he wasn't getting match after match after match. He wasn't even getting 50, 50% matches. Um, I would guess based on your experience, as well as some of my friends who are women, they say at times the amount of matches they get or messages that they get, it could be overwhelming because there's so many. So the volume is different online. And then the volume is different in person because women in general don't necessarily ask a guy out some do like like you did right but it wasn't that many whereas me if there's you and let's say 20 other people in a, a bar or a restaurant i may ask out half and half of them may say no or even 75 percent of them may say no and when you're helping your clients to understand what they want how their dating experience is are there tips that you could present to them that would help them to be as successful as possible when dating? Yeah, I, well, I, I think that the best thing you can do is learn how to date, just learn how to date and and never take anything personally. Just don't take anything personally. You're going to find someone you're going to get what you want. If you keep putting yourself out there on the dating sites, on the dating apps with a good profile, with good pictures, and you know what you want and you keep showing up for that and learn how to navigate the dating process to understand who is up for the kind of experience you want, who is 
going to be a good bet on your investment and who is not going to pan out. And those are the only people that get to stay in your life are the ones that are wanting the things that you want. And you will certainly be successful if you learn these skills and if you don't give up. You were successful in finding um, a relationship that ultimately led to the pinnacle of relationship, which is marriage. Were you, were you surprised that you found your husband online? And if so, why? Um, I wasn't really like surprised. I mean, everyone's online, just everyone pretty much. If you're single, you're online now, especially I think there are still more men than women on the dating sites and apps with the exception of eHarmony. And so if you're a woman, just get on there. Your, your future husband, boyfriend, love interest, date, whatever you're looking for, he's on there. Guys are on there. There's, there's no way you're not going to find someone on there if you learn how to do this. If he's single and looking, he is on a dating site or app. What about the reputation that some of the online dating apps get that it's just a part of hookup culture? Do you coach towards that as well? Yeah, you know, it's funny because I met my husband on Tinder and just a couple of years before I met him, I one of my friends really twisted my arm to get on Tinder because, you know, I thought that's the hookup app, you know. And she's like, no, really, I meet lots of guys on Tinder that are really nice. And I'm like, okay, I'll try. I just tried it just to shut her up. Um, but the thing is, like, no one can make you have a hookup, right? You can write a profile. You can put some pictures on there that that are not the kind of pictures that somebody who was looking for a hookup would put on there. No one can make you have a hookup. I mean, you probably don't want to go on, I don't know, adults are us or whatever, like, but, but I mean, Tinder is pretty, pretty mainstream now. And I even think it's, it might be the one time I read, I don't know if this is still accurate, but it's the number one dating app for marriage. So don't be too quick to assume that a site is only for hookups. Nobody can make you have a hookup. If you write a profile that makes it clear that you're looking for a long-term connection, like the real deal, that kind of thing, you can't blame people for wanting hookups. There are people who want hookups everywhere. That's another thing I would say. Like you can even go to church and there's some guy in there who wants to hook up with you. It, there's no guarantees that if you meet him here, he's going to be a great guy. And if you meet him over here, well, good luck with that. Like there's good guys and hookup guys everywhere and people want what they want. We can't stop them. What we can do is figure out what do they want and do we want that or not? I'm <laughs> sorry.